Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of the Black Coffee Comics Podcast. It is I, your lovely host, Ty Black and Culture. And I'm the awesome co-host, Space Lloyd 8. I miss calling you the lovely host, co-host. I could be, I could be lovely. You can be, but you And I am also lovely. the lovely co-host, Space go. Lloyd 8. There we go. Now I feel special. Yeah. Okay. And again, welcome back, guys. Uh, listen, today, come, you know, complete disclaimer, disclosure, all that good stuff. One, everything I say in this podcast is alleged. Two, all of these are my opinions. Um, don't take these to heart, except for part two, in which case I mean every single bit of word of what I say, and if you don't like me, come at me, bro. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, with that being said, I, I'm sure you're sitting there as you're driving to your job, chilling on the couch with your teacup, just like, um, fill my cup, what's going on? Um, today's podcast is a little bit different than our normal one. We've got two pretty wild comics that we're reviewing and that we're talking about today you're gonna have to strap in for this one because <laughs> we already recorded this this specific session and the first recording was about two hours and eight minutes long two hours and eight minutes because long, yeah. it is it it was just that you, you'll see you'll see you'll see you'll, see, you'll, you'll see. see but today on our docket we've got two comics one is the starboy comics uh, released by Marvel Comics and The Weeknd himself, written by Abel T uh, Tespe, Lamar Taylor, and Christos Gage, and illustrated by Eric Nguyen. There's, I'm sorry, Eric Nguyen. Nguyen. Eric Nguyen. Eric Nguyen. With colorist being Guru EFX, letterer being VCs Joe Sabino, and cover art but done by Eric Nguyen as well as Guru EFX. And then we have the webcomic or, yeah, the webcomic uh, available on Black Sands Publishing app called Flame, released by Black Page Comics, written by Everett Montgomery and illustrated by his wife, we will respectfully call Mrs. Montgomery. And yeah, we've... <laughs> you ready to dive into these? I am, got my coffee. <laughs> I mean, the, the topic of the day, honestly, is, uh, we can say, we can say controversial comics, yeah? Yeah, it's a little controversial. Yeah. Some controversial comics. Tough comics. Tough comics. Because, you know, we, we definitely, we, we have absolutely, up to now, given reviews on comics that we already know, we love, or absolutely, you know, there, oh, yeah. there isn't much to debate on. Yeah. Um, where it's like it's pretty clear cut. We got we had a whole bunch of espressos, but what will be the point of giving the espresso tier for those of you that that may be tuning in for the first time? If this is your first episode, we have a rating system when we go through these comics. So you have the based on the type of roast because I used to be a barista uh, at the one with the siren, but they didn't sponsor us, so I'm not going to say their name. <laughs> you have dark roast, which is like the base level, as in there was a lot missing. It left a lot to be desired, something I would never pick up again. Medium roast is, okay, there were there was a lot to work on, but it had at least something lovable. I would at least finish the series. It's okay. But then you have Blonde Roast, which has the most caffeine as far as regular coffee goes. So it's energetic. It's something you might read once or twice. You know, something that you might recommend to talk about with someone else because it had some dope elements, whether you recognize them or not. But then you have the espresso oh, where yeah. each element was so 
thoroughly concentrated on from the the lettering to the artwork matching the story and the pace was on point something that you definitely have to start your day off the right way with absolutely recommendable and this these comics are definitely on two different sides of the of the of the coffee spectrum um i'm not gonna ruin it for you so we could just vibe through it but yeah let's get right into the comics starting off our lovely comic review we're gonna go over the loved starboy comic man yeah. uh, uh you know this was a, this was a song this, this was so good um so let's just go ahead and get right into the overview what is starboy about so the best way I can explain Starboy, and of course you can correct me if I'm wrong, if there's a better way to chop it up, but Starboy follows this city called Megatown, in which crime is absolutely- oh, Alpha, uh, Alphatron. Alphatron? Alphatron is the name of the city. Alphatron is made of the city. So what's Megatown? It says it's a mega city of Al uh, of Alphatron. So it's just a- <laughs> See, this is why you're here, to correct me if I'm wrong. It's called Alphatron. Yep. So Alphatron is the city that's riddled with crime from top to bottom, being run ragged by this a villain of sorts called Mr. Smiley. And right now, basically, we're at a crime war between Mr. Smiley and the police department. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, there is this brilliant um, engineer scientist, if you will, named Mr. Star. He is basically revolutionizing the military force and the military efforts by introducing these military robots that are supposed to help cut down on crime. It is a father-son duo. So the the father is Isaac, uh, Isaac Starr, and his son Jeremiah. So with him being the CEO, his son functions essentially as the brains because he's he's putting all his energy with his dad to create this uh, utopian society that's pushed forward by their ingenuity. Correct. And because of all this, there's there's everyone in the town is starting to feel a little bit better. However, Mr. Stiley is a literal menace to society and is just not having it. So what happens when you have someone in your way, essentially, who's preventing you from causing the most havoc? Why, gosh darn, you've got to eliminate them. And basically, the story follows Isaac as he is himself going through this interpersonal inner monologue about his meaning and his purpose in this world and what is what he's doing valuable to the city is what he's doing really helping people is he work you know is he himself even does he even want to do what he's doing or is he just doing it for his dad as he's coming to the climax and trying to sort out all of his emotions talking with his dad he comes in finds out that his dad is going through a little bit of a trouble with mr smiley who unfortunately promptly does something to his dad and then after that, Jeremiah is put into a position where he could possibly make some huge changes in the city. That's the best way I can say without spoiling anything. Yeah. And yeah, that's a pretty good overview of Starboy. I think right? overall without letting out too much, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. I'm proud of myself. That was good. You know what? Kudos, kudos to you. Snap, okay. snap, snap, snap. Yo, look at you taking these notes. <laughs> right, these notes, notes, notes. With the dialogue to read along. Yeah, so no. proud. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> you, you done good. Thank you done good you, already. Thank you. Let's dive into the actual story itself because what's an overview without getting into the bits? And warning, 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 spoiler alert because this is your only opportunity that you have to skip past 
if you don't want to hear the spoilers. However, I will just mention, Star Wars, uh, as we get to the end, it's going to be hard to get your hands on anyway, so... That's true. If anything, <laughs> you got to look digital, because the hard copies, or the you know, even the even the paperbacks of this one issue alone are going to be Pretty super hard to, to find. Yep. But we'll get to that. Let's go ahead and get started right into it. Let's start off with the creators. Again, as I mentioned before, it is written by... Abel Tespe, aka the weekend himself, the titular star boy. Hell you yeah. know, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I know that the lyrics and the sound didn't quite come out. No, but, not at but, all. But just go with me. We're with you in spirit. <laughs> AK it was also as it was created and written by Abel, it was also has some co-writers, Lamar Taylor and Christos Gage. Um, as far as the writing goes, I, I like the writers. The writers are dope. The the writers actually paid some some pretty good respect to like how people how a father and son would interact when they're arguing. And it wasn't even like a I'm just tired of you, Dad. Like instead he actually fleshed out what he was thinking. Yeah. Like absolutely. we could have we could have done this, but we did this instead. Why can't we why can't I just feel? And he ends with an argument and then he comes back and he's like, Okay, I'm a I'm a I can, I, I, I'm gonna just apologize. We'll go back to everything being normal. And there is no normal when he sees his dad again. Mm -hmm. So like that, the, the dialogue flows with the pacing and like the, the composition of the, the panels. Things make sense. Absolutely. And it's super well, even the dialogue in the, in, even in- uh, The internal monologue. Yeah, the internal monologue is on point. Yeah, and the illustration is done again by Eric Nguyen. Uh, did I say it right this time? Eric Nguyen, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm getting better. Eric Nguyen. Um, of course, there's more to, than just the basic illustration. There's also the colorist, who is Guru EFX, uh, and the letterer, who is VC's Joe Sabino. And I must say, the art, the artist did a phenomenal job with this comic. 10 out of 10 cups. I love this. So great. Um, so now we've talked a little bit about the creators. Let's just get right into the backstory. Let's talk a little bit about the characters themselves. Mm. What are we dealing with here? We're dealing with somebody as the for the villain that doesn't get too cheesy. Oh yeah. Like, like he's perfectly cheesy. Yeah, like perfectly. He's like not I, I don't want to say this, but also I do want to say this like don't tell he's, me about to do a pizza analogy. No, I'm not going to do a pizza analogy. Okay, good. Cuz I'm going to do a pizza analogy. <laughs> I was going to say he's he gives me like you know how we expect the Joker, like, uh -huh. like he gives me Joker vibes, but without all the Joker fanatics, he's he's definitely he gives me Joker more like Joker from the Killing Joke, the comics. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where Joker that. was straight to the point. Yeah, straight no, to the point. Straight to the point. Very, but also he still has a lot of that cynicism, that that hilarity. He cracks jokes and like, yeah, you can tell he's fucked up in the head. However. He's really funny to listen. He is. He's funny to listen to. Yep. <laughs> Without giving too much, there is one where they're like, "You bastard!" He said, "That's not very nice." I'll have you know, my parents were married. Wham! <laughs> it's, it's the, like it's the. He's he's so great, Mr. Smiley, who is in fact the villain, is also. Here's another thing I love about him. He's a cannibal, right? Uh, just like you love that he's a cannibal. I, I I do, and I know that's weird. Leave me I alone. I could just eat you up now. Anytime <laughs> I hear that, I will be concerned. <laughs> I'd never say that, but I like the fact. You know what? You know most cannibals in stories like Hannibal Lecter, whatever other stories are cannibals. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, the cannibals just seems like a very 
walk with me here through my mental here. The cannibal seems like a very unlikable guy. Like, I wouldn't want to sit down in a room yeah, you think? with a cannibal, okay? Yeah. However, Mr. Smiley, high key dinner with the man. You know, I ain't going to eat any of his food. But, you know, I can sit across the table from You could sit across the table. <laughs> as long as I knew I was protected. He literally said, I know you won't have some, but this is your dad, Professor Star Ojus. <laughs> he had time to season the hey, motherfucker before his son woke up. <laughs> hey, listen. My daddy knew what the problem My daddy knew what it was before he walked in the room. Could use a little bit of butter. <laughs> Golly. But he's just... Mr. Smiley is a likable villain. I love him. I'm sorry. I like no. I'm not sorry. Mr. Smiley is a likable villain, and I like that. I, I'm as a villain person, someone who loves villains. Mm-hmm. He's a top-notch villain. I think he didn't. Good. He didn't seem too over the top crazy. Like you think cannibal, and the first thing I think is somebody with crazy eyes all over the place. I'm just biting everything. Has Don't even eyes. shake my hands. I mean, he definitely. Has, but he also has like wrote literal literal rose colored glasses and he's talking and he's, like he's kind human. of a fashionista high key yeah like, he is listen the he costume design for the oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah top notch and then we move over to the self insert but not a mary sue i should say the self insert uh jeremiah who's supposed to be a stand-in for like abel himself yeah he definitely has the likeness of the weekend so if you're like oh like you're not gonna think like oh this isn't the weekend this he definitely looks like it definitely is it's definitely the weekend undeniably Mm -hmm. but isaac himself the character isn't like some mary sue character that you might see in somebody's like 2013 wattpad story yeah he's definitely a very well fleshed out character that's definitely separate from the entity that is the weekend who has a lot of really complex thoughts who has this kind of like cynicism yeah. and sarcasm to him that's like super fun it is like he it definitely is. sounds like a millennial oh yeah <laughs> he, and, it, and it sounds believable you know mm-hmm. he he's even when he's in a club it's not like he's just blowing this money away he really is weighed down as somebody that's like I know I'm in this upper echelon. And his dad is like, look, I had to work for nothing. So you always have to, this dynamic between now that we have money, what do we do with it? He's like, well, we always have money as far as I've been alive. Let's do what we actually want. You know, and so this 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 whole internal dialogue, it's not just a surface level rich kid. It's somebody that's like, just like his albums, what happens when you have, quote unquote, it when you quote unquote have it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also kind of like the little, the little advertisement plugs in the like kind of shifting gears into the artwork the cover fire the especially the one that's red it it sets it up properly for the story oh yeah it 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 matches what you find within the contents but then you go in that's how it's really simplistic like not too much cover is it's it's not it's it's dynamic and yet very tame all at the same time you know he's got the he's got the jet puffer jacket that's ripped with the arm that's glowing you know but it's not like glowing with power it looks like a burn it does like he got it through an unfortunate circumstance right he looks he looks exactly what you would expect perhaps a star wars superhero would look like yeah i love it i love it yeah um so. uh moving into more of the artwork one thing I've, I'm just really vibing with is, you know me, I love the co- a good color palette. I love 
I love when things are either pastel or dreary, and I think the color palette here is pretty dope. You could it's, tell Marvel was like, I'm not just going to give this secondhand effort. Oh, they, yeah. This is a Marvel comic. By yeah. the way, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. This is a collaboration comic between The Weeknd and Marvel, and this has Marvel-level quality. Like, you don't yep. have to guess, oh, is this a Marvel comic? Nah, bro, this is a Marvel comic. In yeah. actuality, with the factuality, this is definitely well done this was taken this was taking care this was taken as seriously as uh the weekend takes himself seriously this was a, anything with yeah. his name on it you can tell it wasn't just i'm just doing this because like no if this is gonna be me do me right right and you can honestly one thing i think that comes through in the artwork is abel's love for comic books yeah if you ever had a question that he didn't love that he loved comic books this cements it here that there is a love there. He created this story and it comes through in the artwork. You can tell that his art team and the team that was at Marvel really took their time. And like, it just has such a great appeal. It gives you horror vibes. Mind you, this is like a gore-ish comic. There's a, there's a lot of gory scenes, but yeah. they are so well done. They are. They it, it's it's definitely reminds me. There's there's a scene in the beginning of the comic, maybe first three pages or so, where it's these three officers that are being used basically by Mr. Smiley as a calling card to say, "Hey, I'm not leaving the city. This is my city." And they are complete. You know, not to get too graphic here, but just so you know, completely dismembered, hacksawed in the most gruesome way possible. Like the yeah. and they're crucial crucified yep <laughs> they are crucified on sticks and just it's gross yeah but it's it, if i were a cannibalistic maniac villain yes that would be this would be oh, it yeah. this would be it and it's so good it is it is so good it's it's appropriate and the 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 panels whether they vary in size or even the positioning of them i don't see anything that's off with it because you have them, like, if they're having a dialogue back and forth, they're looking in the right direction. You have the right scaling from, like, the background. And I have to mention this because of the other one. The background gets just as much love as the characters themselves. But of course, it's a Marvel comic. What, what Marvel comic have you ever come across where you were just like, oh, the background doesn't match the characters? It's Marvel. Like... Again, I have to mention that it's a Marvel comic. The lettering is going to be on point. The characters in the backgrounds are going to be on point. Every this is but this I, is but I have high seen quality. I have seen comics that were indie that that you know sometimes the question be raised why am I not put on the same tier as Marvel or DC well, and uh, and in some got... of those in some of those you don't see the details in the things that you don't readily look for and notice. So like right. a background might just be a room but what else is in that room mm -hmm. right you don't you don't have a table in there but that's supposed to be your dining room you know you don't have pictures on the wall but this is supposed to be where the room where you're reminiscing about the wife you lost but you don't have any pictures in that room nothing changes if you try to transform in that room but also it depends on the story does the story call for it i think that this particular story where like the world building is so important in the story the art has to raise to the level that the story is telling 
by the way just have to say yes you're right the advertisements are fucking hilarious they are <laughs> they have this they have this ai call girl service <laughs> yes where it's like you can you can rent a robot or whatever because and it's the like, world itself is like cyberpunkish like hyper future yeah it's there's like like i said you know the ai love.cxm yes. hilarious number one robotic night service and alphatron brand new parts fully customizable over a hundred plus faces and bodies listen japan's, like, getting, japan's getting up there <laughs> man i'm telling you they won't let us in but they'll definitely create something to take our place goddamn listen so great i love Meet it desiree 3.0 tonight goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> i love all of like the self-insert ads like it helps to further immerse you mm-hmm into the story the art takes you there the art like i said it's top notch it it itself deserves its own two-hour podcast i could really get down that that line too bad i didn't see issue two but wait a minute we're not gonna get there yet we gotta talk about the story we did we gotta talk about the story we did we gotta talk about the story yeah okay so overall what did you think about the story and then we talked about a little bit but like what are your thoughts it did a lot within a couple pages and it's it was it was beautiful oh yeah it, it even ended with like not even necessarily having a, a a cliffhanger that makes you mad like dang now i gotta wait it was like huh that's a good ass first impression what comes right. next so i love the story yeah and i think the, the story, story definitely did everything it needed to do it gave what it was supposed to have gave it came Ugh. it served it lived it's 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 it, it exceeded my expectations for what i th- in fact yeah i would say for what I wanted Starboy a Starboy comic to be, it is exactly the level of 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 comic that I would expect from someone like The Weeknd. Yeah. Someone, especially The Weeknd, who already puts you in his world every time he releases an album or a song. Like, this is amazing extension of his world. I loved it. Yeah. So that this definitely on the scale would absolutely be an espresso recommendation. Oh yeah. Because you could read it several times over and over again and this is a good template to grade when a celebrity steps into a new world Mm -hmm. so when a celebrity that's known for building worlds through albums through mixtapes even through singles to hint at a world that you have to involve yourself in and this comic does that exact same thing and then some use this as a template for anybody else but they come out with, you know, if LeBron came out with a comic, it better, it, <laughs> it better, better have give, a, yeah, it better, it, it better match up. Cause now this is a good high bar to set. However, if you were to try to get your hands on a copy of the weekend, um, I'm just letting you know right now, it's gonna be a little difficult because this comic does not come without controversy. And what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this comic, first off, I want to say, the, the story behind the reason why you can't find an issue two of Starboy is fucking wild. So we're about to say a whole bunch of allegedly, alleged, 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 alleged. Plug you it know, where you, need you just. I mean, proceed. technically, all this information is publicly available. Uh, however, to protect myself and my black hair, it, you know, I don't really have a lot. You know, I've got maybe a hot thirty dollars in my account. And 50 cents of my savings so so that no one comes after me for defamation allegedly um the star the starboy the weekend got sued for this comic yep <laughs> and the reason why is because this gentleman named Eamon 
Tala Sazan. Tala Sazan. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not even correcting that one because I don't like him. It is. It is. It is Eamon. Uh, yeah, Eamon Tala Sazan. He sued uh, the weekend essentially for overall. It came down to trademark, and uh, I'll get into a little bit about why. But essentially what happened was, is that back in 2014, Eamon claims that he came up with an idea in order to put a lot of different like R&B stars and rap stars into a, their own comic book universe, where we, they would take the likeness of different comic book stars and put them into their own universe, give them powers. I think I may have repeated myself, but you get the gist. And in 2016, after The Weeknd dropped his titular album, Starboy, he approached able with this idea hey what can i take your you know likeness and put into a comic now nothing actually has surfaced as to whether this is true or not which is why i say alleged but this is all coming from Eamon's side so in 2017 uh i'm sorry 2017 uh to lazan approach i'm sorry in 2016 e uh Eamon claims that he trademarked the comic name starboy so that he could then approach able with the with the idea to make it into a comic uh, after the release of his album in 2017. Now that just doesn't make sense anyway, but this is what all, all of his claims. So regardless of all of that, essentially after the comic was released in 2017, 2018, Eamon files this lawsuit claiming that the idea is nearly identical to the one that Abel put out and that Eamon wants all copies of the Starboard comic either recalled, imp impounded, or destroyed. Um, at this point, there really isn't any more information on the case. However, I do want to point out that according to multiple sources, it looks like the case really isn't about the the idea that they have the same idea more about the fact that and i did research so this is kind of stupid right yeah we're excited and all got done. <laughs> this is kind of stupid right apparently it absolutely the weekend never trademarked starboy as as a name to use in neither canada or the united states <laughs> i went into the canadian and united states trademark uh, trademark database to see and I double checked it with Starboy put together as one word Starboy separated however it's also the same for Eamon I saw no trademarks for either country and I also saw also when you go into the database you can see if something gets like uh, removed or if it was redrawn or if it was denied there was no denial there was no removal there was no nothing on the on the on on the trademark at all mm. so neither person trademarked the name however so i don't know why this was even a problem however the case was supposedly supposed to be about what can essentially what the case would boil down to is can the weekend continue to use starboy to brand all of his other stuff with or should he have to basically go in and trademark if he wants to use starboy comic starboy shoes starboy whatever the case may be so that's essentially what it's supposed to boil down to but uh nevertheless at this point issue two is basically nift uh nift in the bud you can't read number two even though i it that's looks crazy. like he had he had to have had with the way the number one came out and the way that number two is set up online, if you like go and look up issue two, they weren't going to release these. Yeah. They, they like Marvel had it ready. There was no going to be no wait. This was going to be a long ongoing series. Yep. So yeah, it's just, 
it's just annoying and finally the most annoying part of this is that okay like i said alleged but even has two other cases that have to deal with copyright and fraud and trademark with two other people and one case was filed against him mm -hmm. so even's looking a little suspicious i don't know i'm not saying that abel may be right or wrong abel definitely should have thought to trademark his work however comma and that's all i'm gonna say i'm just that's it's just it's heartbreaking because this isn't even this isn't even the first time and as far as my memory goes that something like this happened where a creator using their own likeness and create something beautiful and 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 this is also a cautionary tale to other creators because mm -hmm. it's one thing to to create a a, a song a story a, a product at all where you put your effort into your art but if you don't do the the small tedious things like it's not like the weekend didn't have money to trademark starboy it just never from the look of it never occurred to him that he would have to protect himself and his rights like that and then comes some guy that's like oh i had an idea like that before but think about it if if this iman dude wanted to use the weekend's likeness he would have needed permission mm -hmm. to use the weekend's likeness in the first place right. but just because the weekend did not patent quote unquote starboy as the name because he didn't feel the need to now there's this lawsuit that stifled all the rest of his creativity mm -hmm. so if you're going to put it out you also have to protect what you put out as well absolutely and that's what and the other instance that i could think about was back in 2008 mm -hmm. andre 3000 right with class of 3000 such a good show one of my favorite cartoon network shows i shit you not the artwork where people they didn't all have straight legs they all had like flowing character designs the music was fire oh, yeah. you know how you know how hard it is to have an educational topic not just sound cool but black people cool oh yeah like so good and and but in 2008 because it went from 06 to 08 so it was canceled during the second season and it's not because nobody was watching trust and believe that but it was because a gentleman by the name of Timothy McGee sued, made a lawsuit against Cartoon Network because allegedly he had submitted uh, an idea for a, an inner city school taught by uh, a former R&B singer or rap singer. But instead of having Andre 3000, his idea allegedly was to use Babyface. Ew. Babyface? No disrespect to Babyface. I love this music. Oh no, I love like, I love I love it. But, I love it. But Andre 3000, three stacks with the same level of creativity that he brought into Speaker Box and the Love Below, uh uh Sub and Playlist to Cadillac. You can tell who your favorite artist is. Oh yeah, he's he's absolutely my favorite. I, I he was the first one where I saw him where whatever. In this in a direct contrast to Big Boy, who just set the standard for cool. Andre set the standard for creativity and freedom. Oh, yeah. He could literally wear whatever, make videos about whatever. And it was like, so lyrically, he was just, he was oh, just I'm saying, was, Andre 3000 I, is But I amazing. could tell from, from a fan standpoint on the outside looking in, I could tell he put all of his effort into Class of 3000. Oh, yeah. And because of litigation shutting down something he invested everything into, just because it wasn't protected the way it should have been, it stifled him. I've been waiting for an Andre 3000 solo album ever since Outkast made their last, last body of work together. 
you know what the case the thing that really bugs me though is like these these cases, like I said, with the with the Starboy comic case, their the case has no public resolution. As far as when I went and looked into the case itself, like the case has no public resolution. Now that could mean one of two things: the case could have dropped, the case could be pending, the case could, they could have just settled out of court. But we'll never know mm-hmm. because at this, honestly, once something gets legal whatever network or whatever company doesn't want to deal with it anymore they don't want the hassle and it's just it's frustrating and it's so it's for me it's just like oh, it's annoying come on, come on it Abel. is absolutely like, annoying he trademarked his his actual name the weekend but didn't think the trademark starboy which was the name of his album it's ridiculous just, i just uh, i and but it's again right it's a cautionary tale especially as someone who is a creator who's working on their own comic like i get that i understand that like yeah. just you like as a creative especially something like this that was so so well executed with the hell of a first impression like you just forget but it's just what it is like a lot of artists writers like all you're concerned about is creating and getting it out there like you just gotta create as a creative you just you just gotta do it yeah but there's never often a lot of creators don't have the legal team this was a case where he had the legal team. I just find it weird that no one ever stopped and said, Hey, yo, Abel, did you did you trademark that? Now, of course, I could be missing a lot of details. Of course, I only I only have the information available publicly. We can only talk so, about what we see. It's all outside right. looking it's, in. It's, Don't it's, use this as like a, a base of this is truth. But from what we saw as fans, from from the, the little that we know, it's kind of heartbreaking that so, like one issue... I'm, I'm, it is absolutely I am heartbreaking. So devastated, and let me tell you. And it stopped <laughs> early because of something outside of a creative reason. It wasn't creative block. It wasn't writer's block. It wasn't. This was so bad that it it, it flopped, and we have to cut ties. It was beautiful. the The Starboy, the one Starboy issue we got, was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And dead too soon. If you want to try to get a copy, I do. I did get my copy. When did I get my copy? I got my copy 2020 off Mercury for $10. So, and the comic right now, I think it's valued at 2025 right now, the last time I checked. So this comic will end up growing in, in, growing in popularity, or I guess I should say value, not popularity. It'll definitely be a collector's item. If you want a copy, you can go online and try to find a second hand. No comic store is going to sell it, sell it to you. Nope. But you can find a second hand. Um, there are two covers. There's the red cover, which I think is the main cover. Then there's the black, which is a variant cover. The variant cover is obviously more expensive. You just got to hunt around the internet. However, I do think you can find it online. You might be able to. I don't really know. It's just a hard comment to get your hands on in general. But if you find a copy, I highly suggest it, for, especially for fans of The weekend, for someone who loves comics if you're someone who likes gore kind of like cyberpunk hyper futurism that kind of stuff if you're someone who likes a little introspectiveness if you're someone who just likes the weekend i think i said that twice but who cares if you like the weekend you should find this comic it's worth it and it's a hell of a collector's item so yeah mm-hmm. yeah now we were going to put these two into one episode however comma we have a lot to say about the second comic, and I do think that it is worth having the second comment alone. 
Um, so, if you want to listen to part two, stay tuned for when this comic drops, because this com- the- not when this comic, haha, <laughs> when this episode drops, the second part of it will drop either a few days after or the following week instead of bi-weekly. So, we're gonna call this the end of this, uh, episode. However, again, if you're interested in this comic, it was Starboy comic, uh, collaboration between The Weeknd and Marvel. If you can find it, good luck. <laughs> and good luck. In the next episode, we are going to be reviewing Flame, which was created by Black Page Comics, written by Everett Montgomery, and illustrated by his lovely wife. We will respectfully call Mrs. Montgomery. Um, if you're interested in listening to that review, just please stay tuned for episode two. Um, that's pretty much all I have for you guys. Do you have anything you want to say? No, that's it. I mean, that was that was the good one. So <laughs> now we can now we can get to flame, and y'all gonna have to hear some shit. I'm uh, sorry. I'm just be prepared. Oh, oh, we didn't we didn't even like close this out properly. Let's, we didn't. Oh, let me rewind. Okay, and if you want to follow us, <laughs> oh yeah, if you want to follow us and find us our content on the interwebs, where can they find you? So. I go by the name of Space Lloyd 8 because that's how you can reach me on TikTok, where I do some short clips, usually about D&D stuff, but sometimes about these comic reviews that we do. Uh, no, also, sometimes just about me. You just, you just, sometimes. Just about me. Yeah, except not at all. Except. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Twitch as well, because I do stream pretty regularly throughout the week, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays to be exact. Go ahead and stop in and show some love and, and you know, and share some of that energy. So, uh, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok and Twitter are all Space Lloyd 8, but then on YouTube, I have Space Case Camp, which is what you can find my, my videos under as we release those. So, that's about it for me. Yeah, and if you want to follow me, it is Black and Culture. Just type it in the way that it's spelled. I'm on Twitter, which, by the way, follow me on Twitter because I'm funny. <laughs> Shut up. You it's can Black find it there. It's Black and Culture 1, and I am funny on Twitter. Not really, but it would be really nice if you followed me. And you can also follow me on Instagram, Black and Culture Official. You can follow me on YouTube, Black and Culture. You can follow me on TikTok, Black and Culture. And also, I'm on the, I don't know if you're familiar with the Quip app, um, but it's a, a black owned app for ran by minorities for minorities and other people who like nerdy stuff it's really fun i have some tiktoks up there i kind of post randomly there so if you are interested in that app shout out to them because they make amazing content for quip uh it is just black it's literally just at black on quip so you should follow me there and lastly um we have another podcast it is called the good culture podcast and literally the day after our episode two of the black because by the time you hear this literally black uh episode two of black coffee comics podcast will be out episode one of season two of the good culture podcast featuring in an entirely full crew we've got queen miyazaki formerly known as the prettiest otaku we've got exo takamura aka dante who's 
fucking hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the homie right there. And of course, me and Lloyd, all four of us. It is our very first episode. It's titled New Year, New Crew. We have a blast. We talk about Pixar moms. We talk about black representation we talk about anime that's coming out it's just a, it's a it's a ride and you should watch it because it's it i promise you you will laugh out loud i laughed out loud twice when while editing it it's that funny um so yeah that's basically everything we've got here and thank you so much for listening to us i know this podcast episode was a bit short but that means that you'll have enough mental capacity to handle episode part two so yeah We love you. Thank you so much for your support and listening to this podcast again. It means the world to us. And we will see you next time. Bye.